Hello, welcome to Beyond Parenting. My name is Beth Hardy and I'm here to talk to you about parenting, what it means to you and different ways of looking at it. You may have broken free of the chains of the cycles that have been passed on to you from your family of origin, but are you stepping in the direction which is supportive of where you want to be? So we examine all things from things to do with partners, teenagers, younger kids, blowing your top, self-care and more. I hope you enjoy today's podcast. Here we go. Hello, today in my podcast, we're, I'm, I'm talking about loneliness. So that's a big trigger warning to hear. Um, I discuss, I discuss, I talk about um, various things to do with mental health difficulties. I talk about, there was mention of suicide, of mass shootings um, and loneliness as a parent. Um, so I just want you to be aware of that. If you're not in a space that's okay for you to think about that, then check, save this for another day or skip it. Um, but I wish you a well and wonderful day and um, I hope you do decide to listen to this podcast with some interesting um, thoughts that pop out of my head. <laughs> Hello, welcome to Beyond Parenting today. Um, I'm going to be talking about loneliness. Um, so it's certainly not a fun subject to talk about. But I feel like it's an elephant in the room. If a lot of parents, um, even when they feel like they have got friends and um, particularly when they're busy in their day-to-day -day existence and particularly when they have got children who are occupying a lot of their time. Because loneliness is something we feel not when we are alone necessarily, it's when we feel like we haven't got that connection with the outside world and or want or feeling a lack of it. So for me, it has plagued my life for a long period of time. I don't really know how long. I think the lone, you can feel at your loneliest when you're actually surrounded by people but if those people you're surrounded by don't really get you or understand you and um, I think that loneliness at its core is is that it's just not feeling seen or known by others and it comes when we have for whatever reason got ourselves in a situation where we don't have people who really understand us and get us and we either have to explain ourselves or we've given up explaining ourselves and we just know that people don't understand us so this is not um as i said this is something that i have experienced on so many different levels over the years and I think some of it stems from not really understanding friendship or understanding how 
groups of friends work, how being a loner works and how actually that is part and parcel sometimes of going your own way. So I've come into recent sort of real understanding of this element. So when we talk about being alone and not feeling necessarily good in it, it's often because we aren't doing things the same way as other people and finding people to have with whom to have solidarity with who can to some degree not not all because we can't fully understand everything everyone else is doing because we aren't them and their experiences but where some people actually get a bit about us and so we feel seen in that way but if we're not feeling seen and known in like any ways apart from really general ways it means that we are the conversations we're having are surface level and general and often times can veer into the moany level of things of just reeling off difficulties because that is something we can share in common with someone else and we can get that solidarity and that comfort in that conversation so say oh my god we've oh god it was awful with the kids bedtime is terrible blah 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 blah, blah. All this sort of stuff. That's those are easy connections with people who you don't necessarily have a lot of common lot in common with. Problem with that is you tend towards the complaining narrative within your conversations with them, and then that's only bringing about more of the same, really. So, from a law of attraction perspective, so yeah, I've 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 certainly been caught in that trap. On numerous occasions finding those common elements can be hard and it can be easier just to slip into complaining about this that or the other and sometimes it actually makes you feel worse about that particular thing and fear and inflate the problem just to create more of a conversation and then the problem gets worse in and of itself so the whole fitting in thing is it's, it's really interesting. I've had, I've recently had interesting conversations with my children about um, what they think belonging is versus what they think fitting in is. And some interesting perceptions from them. Um, my kids range from 5 to 15. So, you know, um, my youngest is taught belonging at school is a thing they is one of their values and I find that quite amusing because um how can you have belonging as a value like that is set by el by outside belonging comes from feeling known and understood and loved and respected in my opinion so you can't automatically feel that just because someone has told you to feel that. In fact, actually, probably the opposite is really true because if you can't um, actually trust yourself to feel when you really belong, 
then there is no real belonging if you're being told you have to belong. Yes, they might want to foster it as, as something that people want to, f want to feel, but not something that they should aspire to feel. So, yeah, I feel like my youngest has got a bit of a warped perspective of what belonging is because of how it's sort of enforced as, um, as a value at school that they must have it. And he reels it off in like in a list of other values they might have. So don't get me wrong, I think um, it's admirable what they're doing in the school and they want to create a cohesive community and all of that sort of stuff. I just feel it's a little bit ill-advised and um, a little bit contrived and doesn't really get to the heart of what we're wanting to do. Loneliness. I'm jumping backwards and forwards because of how this is how my brain works. Loneliness is coming from not feeling like you belong, from not fitting in, but not not fitting in, of feeling like you don't fit in because you are not feeling loved and valued for who you are. You don't feel that unconditional love from those around you. They don't have to be the same as you. They just have to be there and listen and really, truly listen. But I think we're at this point in society and so many things are shouting at me that this is the true problem that we have got. People are trying to sort out gun laws and sort out this, that and the other. But really, truly, it's not about the gun laws. Seriously, it's not about doing that. Yes, that would make sense. But the gun laws are not going to solve the loneliness that is being felt and the disaffection in society that so many people are feeling and that's coming directly from not feeling that sense of belonging because we're growing apart even though we're meant to be connected in so many ways through social media um, we are finding people are slipping through that net and feeling um, like there isn't really a net it's just everyone for themselves, really. And every interaction on inter on the internet is quite often a self-serving interaction as opposed to one of mutual, true connection. And people are feeling that. And in feeling that and feeling their hopelessness of loneliness, it's it goes really, really deep. So... I'll go back a little bit to the parent thing. So the difference between um, belonging and fitting in. So one of my children said that fitting in is where you literally are trying to fit in. Like say the world is a jigsaw and you are a piece in that jigsaw and you are literally trying to morph your body to fit within that jigsaw so you fit. And you're not going to, okay? But And even if you do, you're going to feel uncomfortable because it's not going to be your shape, your being. But you might fit in. And so fitting in is not necessarily comfortable. And if you can imagine like a big group of people, so say, well, it doesn't even have to be a big group. So say five people. So say your friendship group is three to five people and um, you 
are struggling to fit in with it for whatever reason and you begin to try and morph yourself into being because to fit in means appeasing everyone around you um fitting in with the social norms and the guidance of what you wear what you say how you act all those things the conversations you might have and things you might watch and all of those sorts of things are dictated often by trying to fit in and so in doing so it can take you further away from authenticity from who you who you really are and in doing so it can feel uncomfortable and unvalued and wrong and so you're trying to be something you're not in trying to be in the group so many people myself I'm definitely one of those people who have tried over the years to fit in to different groups um, and I fell short every time because and I didn't I just didn't know how to do it and I thought there was something fundamentally wrong with me for a very long time well into adulthood maybe very recently I've only really sort of turned the corner with this because I was hell-bent on people-pleasing and just didn't really understand why I was never like included in a group situation why I wasn't you know in the group texts you know all these mummy texts or the or the this group from school or whatever it might be I was not the one who was included in that sometimes I would um create groups um artificially because I wanted to feel that sense of cohesion but ultimately I didn't know really what I was doing and I was always ending up like leading a group like I was running a uh, an activity or running a thing and that's what I felt most comfortable at so that's tend to be what I did and I'm I'm even still doing it now with um, a new group that I, I helped form um, and yeah I mean even even now it feels like okay I'm wanting something that I'm not getting and that feels like scary and uncomfortable um, so that's the whole fitting in thing everybody f tries to fit in in different ways um, and um, to help them feel more comfortable in situations and often to stave off the loneliness because if we fit in we think that we're going to feel less lonely but quite often like I said before when we're trying to fit in the opposite happens we can become more and more lonely because we don't feel like the um the space is really truly accepting of us of our true authenticity authenticity because we aren't being our authentic self so loneliness or being a loner let's look at being a loner first being a loner is where you are somebody who's okay with being on your own and this tends to happen with people who are quite strong-minded and don't feel the need to have someone else to prop them up with their ideas and they're happy just to have their own thoughts and have them known and seen 
so that's being being a loner but it's often got quite negative connotations and those negative connotations of not feeling understood can make you feel lonely and loneliness is a true cause of depression of suicide of mass um mass shootings etc people feeling fully disaffected from society like they don't belong the truth is we don't need to be anything other than ourselves to belong on this planet to be in this world and be doing the things we're doing what we do need to do is to find ways where we can feel that love and belonging even if it's not all consuming so it's not somebody knowing us in entirety and every single aspect of our life i think i think thing i have struggled with is feeling like um that a person or group of people could satisfy all those needs in one and needed to be aware of and know all the things about me and i needed to know all the things about them in order to have a good relationship and i feel that in wanting that i've had this lack um about me that has been always thinking of you know what i i you know everyone else seems to be happy and enjoying their time with their friends and family and I might be enjoying some of the time, but I'm feeling like there's that lack there. there ha I haven't got the people checking in on me and I haven't got this and I haven't got that. I haven't got whatever it is. And I'm looking to try and create that in entirety, tick all my boxes with, with a few people in a group. But I don't think life works like that anymore. I was listening to Jamelia DeMille, who's a really good listen. Um, she does an incredible podcast called I Way, and I would heartily recommend it. However, trigger warning, she does deal with lots of difficult subjects and it isn't, um, yeah, she does follow the news. I'm not a news follower, so it is quite um, triggering for me to listen to her. So, but she has got say, she does say some good stuff. But one of the things I remember on one of her podcasts she talked about was how um, she and her boyfriend spend their time with lots of people. They live with a number of people and they seek out support in different areas of their life with the different people that they live with as, as well as externally too. And it's not all on the partner. Um, they don't meet all their needs and accepting that is really interesting um this is where the polyamory community is coming forth a bit more people are starting to come into that being and knowing about actually i don't need all my needs about love and belonging to be met by this one person i can have a portion of it met by this person and portion met by this person a portion met by this person or whatever it might be, but I think it's just a different way about looking at relationships generally. Um, it doesn't have to be 
um, a loving, a love relationship, but it can just be a friendship, lots of different friendship relationships that satisfy different parts of our lives. And looking at it as an open, um, an open thing where we're not feeling like we are trapped in this way of thinking about, about friendship, about belonging. Um, so I've sort of veered off from what I was really intending on talking about and I always do this and you'll find this if you listen to many of my podcasts um, that I will do it on pretty much on any subject that I come across because that's how my mind works. It goes all over the place and possibly yours too. Um, so I'll be really interested to hear what your thoughts are about loneliness, what's your experiences about um, those feelings um, that you might experience because what I haven't really got to is my own actual feelings of loneliness within the family situation so for me one of the loneliest times was when I had my when my two eldest were small um, and I was feeling misunderstood by my fam my family of origin they didn't understand what I was doing and why I was doing it. The choices that I was make, making, attachment parenting, which is now kind of evolved into gentle parenting, um, and home education. They didn't make those decisions. And so obviously they felt affronted by me making the decisions because obviously when we are confronted with people making different decisions, and I'm sure since you're listening to this, you will be encountering people who do this. So they will feel affronted by you making a different decision because ultimately, if you're doing something differently, then potentially you're questioning that they haven't made that also that choice and they're feeling that. They're feeling that you're questioning them on their choices and that they ultimately did something wrong. And when we make our own decisions, we're not doing that at all. We're not placing judgment on other people. We're just making the best decisions we can with the information and the, we have at the time within the circumstances we are in. So that the, that little statement is the th something I learned early on and I was really grateful for it and I kept on reiterating it to lots of people I came across because I found it really useful. So um, anyway, <laughs> I'll do a lot of anyways. So... I was there in that space with my two young children feeling like I wasn't understood and going about my day to day. My husband at the time didn't understand me or recognize the needs I had um, or really understand what I was going through on a day to day basis. He was going through his own stuff anyway. And um, I felt like I had no one really to talk to and talk things through um, and it was really, really a lonely time um, because, and also I had, I did have some friends who were lovely and are lovely. However, I did feel like I was the crux and support rather than actually being able to be supported in that time. And that felt really hard because I felt like I needed some help too. And I didn't really have that. I remember fantasizing about contacting social services so I could um, let them have my kids 
because I didn't think I could cope because I was just so sad and lonely and feeling like pretty worthless at the time. So I can't um, paint a wonderful picture that I'm in right now. Um, although I have made, I mean, that was a long time ago and it feels like almost a lifetime ago because so much has happened since that that point but this theme of loneliness as a parent has come back and I know parents can often feel that lonely space um, particularly if they're staying at home with their kids because they're not having contact with the outside world they're not feeling that adult connection in the day on a regular day-to-day -day basis they might have it at a play group here or a group there or whatever it is and that but generally those conversations are so frittered and they're interspersed with so much um interaction with the children that it can feel like you just are doing the motions really of spending time with a person when you're not actually really doing it i think that's much less so as your children get older you can start to um, branch out more with the way you spend your time and they are less physically in the in your space and less physically needy and so you can do those things to branch out but I have to say as someone who home educates as someone who runs their own business from home on my own um, who is single um, that is hard it's undeniably really hard. There are days and days go by when I'm not spending time talking to another human unless I'm in my work mode and I'm um, I'm coaching someone or something like this. Like the general day-to-day -day melee of a conversation with another adult, that is few and far between and it can feel really disconnected. Especially having, you know, as I mentioned before, not having a group of friends and I have got family, um, my family of origin, but we aren't at that chatting every day sort of tight stage in our relationship at all. So, yeah, it can feel quite hard when your company is children and yeah, they can be fun and interesting to have to have com conversations with but ultimately you're like responsible for them so the conversations with them are kind of different to the ones you want to have like on an equal footing with another adult so those are my experiences a little bit of um of loneliness as a parent and um you know, there are some things that are starting to come through that are supportive of that. Obviously, we've got online friends um, that we can develop because that then we can kind of really niche down into the, our specific little um, area and group of people that we, we might be interested in and we can connect with the people in there. I, I have to say I'm not a big fan of using them because I use social media and things a lot for work and I don't really love it um, as a medium for pleasure all that much. I find it just too close to bone with regards to work so I don't love it for that um, and I've just never really got into it and 
you know, have people who create their, those friendships online and then develop them off the group and things like this. It's just something I've just not been, for whatever reason, I don't really know all the reasons, but um, that's not something I've gone down the road of. Sometimes people do, there is some new up and coming um, apps and things like this, the parent, Parenthood app, um, which I'm an ambassador of which can support people um, developing groups in specific areas that then you can branch out and then actually connect with in real life. So, you know, that's that's a sh an offshoot from, from this. Um, and there's, yeah, there are various things that people can engage in um, to do that. Also, there's activities. That would, that's something that I would really like to do like engage in art activities, make friends with them, with people. And dancing is an area that I have spent a lot of my time. Um, and I have developed a number of friendships, but I haven't, like, I see a lot of people at dancing who have developed strong groups of friends and they will meet up and they will communicate outside of dancing and for whatever reason, that's not been me. So, you know, I'm painting a real picture of myself as like just not really managing it. Um, so I don't have the answers here. I definitely don't. But what I do, what I have now come into an understanding about is that I am okay being me and I have... Um, I love it when I can be authentically me and I love the fact that not being restricted by fitting in helps me to be my true self at all times and sometimes that means that I will put people off from being and spending time with me because they find that a bit scary, a bit intimidating, you know that's okay everybody has their own experiences so yeah that I'm okay I'm okay with that I do but I do still have times when I feel lonely um, I think it would be probably quite odd if people didn't um, have that fe those feelings of loneliness I know during Covid so many people who maybe hadn't experienced it before who'd maybe filled their life with a lot of social engagements suddenly they were experiencing loneliness in fact actually I remember um early on in that experience when people who were not used to having any feelings of loneliness at all suddenly it hit them like a ton of bricks and they found it really really hard to cope um me on the other hand because I kind of been used to it and a lot of the other aspects that we were sort of confronted with when with COVID I'd cut and the mental health insecurity and feeling um unwell and unsafe um I had been used to all this stuff and I had built up um a plethora of tools to support me to stop me sort of going down and under. So it was interesting to see other people begin to experience it. And I think since that point, um, if nothing else positive has come out of COVID, um, I think pe the awareness of mental health difficulties and people's, people's willingness to talk about it 
has increased exponentially since then because I know this because I was talking about mental health for I've been talking about it for a long time in a public way and um, I know that I was relatively unusual in doing that and sticking my head above the parapet when I did it um, whereas now it's really well oiled conversation now and people actually actively discuss it which is incredible because one of the huge issues that mental health issues have um have been the fact with the stigma attached to mental health issues and as not being able to talk about it because talking about it is actually one of the most crucial parts about it so that's what i'm doing here today and i know um I've gone all over the place with this conversation, but I hope um, some of it has um, helped you a little bit and um, maybe inspired you to do something differently or break away from something that's not serving you. Um, so I hope, I hope that might have helped you today and I wish you a wonderful day ahead. Ya vi que estás aquí. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast with me, Beth Hardy. And if you want to connect with me more, you can get along to any of my socials, Your Family Wellbeing Coach on TikTok and Instagram. And you can find me at Stop the Triggers on Facebook. I hope to connect with you very soon. If you have a question that you want answering, we might be able to do a podcast all about that. So please do drop me a line. I'm so grateful for everyone who listens to this podcast see if you can rate and subscribe so we can make it bigger and better every week